Podcast, a music industry podcast where everything is terrible. And the house is on fire. I'm Matt Bacon, and I'm not here with one of my usual co-hosts. I'm here with the one and only G-Money. It's true. Hi. Of- that, was, that was the worst intro. Hi, that's all I got. Hi. It's Greg <laughs> from Metal Injection. Yes. Um, who, I just want to point out, is only called G-Money because I was bored one day. Yeah, that's that's how I think everyone got their names in the chats. Is you just name me G Money, and like nobody even questioned it. It was like, yeah, sure, he's G Money now. Like that's just who he is. <laughs> it was like, I don't know. It was really funny because I thought I was just like being an idiot, and then everyone was like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, sure, for sure. That's that's his name now. Like like we'll we'll roll with it. Fuck it. <laughs> um, yeah, I and mean, it's been like that for like a year. <laughs> If not more, and like I don't think anyone's ever been like, "Hey, why are we all named dumb stuff?" Like you, that's just because you just aren't. Like, <laughs> yeah, just that's that's part of the thing, you know. Um, point that's, being, that's the rules. Yeah, I think I'm Matt, a fun-loving guy from the big city. Yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds right. I don't know who um, did. Yeah. But point being, so today what we're talking about is not our stupid in jokes in a group chat with eleven people, <laughs> but. The low bar for metal journalism. Seriously. And why you should get involved. For sure. So I want to start off. We talked about my origin story a few weeks ago on this podcast, but what's kind of your origin in metal journalism, Greg? I'm actually not sure I know this story. You and I know each other quite well. I never really, yeah, I I guess like nobody ever really asked, so I kind of never really said anything. Uh, It all started when I skipped class in college in 2010. Uh, 2009, Ooh. 2010, one of those years. Oh, no, it had to have been 2010 because I was like, whatever, it doesn't matter. Let's just, it was 2010. And uh, yeah, so I skipped class and I was just digging around on Facebook and sitting. Were you smoking in the boys' room? I, that's all I did. That's why I'm so cool. And, uh, yeah, so I, uh, I skipped class. I was uh, hanging out in my apartment at the time in college. And, you know, just, just I, like, I didn't skip class or anything good. I just skipped because I didn't feel like going. And I was just messing around on Facebook and Cynic, the band, had posted something and I commented back. And this dude, Brian Shields, who some people who listen to this might know, I don't know who knows Brian Shields anymore. Or yeah, well, he's, he's got like a weird legacy of his own. Like, I feel like he was big and then he disappeared. And Yeah, well, I mean, he's dead now, so. Wait, he died? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wasn't he like 30? No, he, Brian was probably like early 50s. Then I'm thinking of someone totally different. Yeah, so Brian Shields was like, uh, he was this dude that lived out in California. Uh, he was a full-time news reporter, uh, just a big metalhead, big, you know, like just just really big into like pushing like local technical death metal bands. He was an older guy. Yeah, I think he died 2000. He, we had the same birthday. He died on my birthday and his birthday. Uh, it was 2014, I think. But yeah, so I had commented on something Cynic had posted and then he responded like we didn't know each other at the time he just said something and then i said something back and we just kept talking 
And then, you know, that evolved into like, hey, let's be friends on Facebook. And then we just started going back and forth. He was writing at the time for a website that I can't remember the name of. Um, oh my God. I don't remember. It was a really, it was, it was the worst website. It was like Brian and this other guy who was just the worst. He's actually a, a Republican politician in California now. The guy sucks. And um, so Brian was like, you know, going back and forth. And he was like, hey, why don't you write like a test album review? And I'll check it out. I'm like, if you want to come write from our website, you can. And I was like, oh, great. So I wrote and a so review. This is like not, this is like not a, a fancy website. This is just like whatever. No, it was like two dudes just kind of like doing a thing. And it was, yeah, like it never went anywhere. It's totally defunct now. I know for a fact you can't find it because I've tried multiple times when I can remember the name of the site and it's, it's been gone for years. But yeah, so I wrote like a test review of uh, Periphery's debut album because I was really into it at the time. And yeah, so then I that started- was, 2010 that. was a weird year for white people on the East Coast. <laughs> it, yeah, that was when it was like, every band is named Nouns and they got a noise gate and an eight string guitar. Like, uh, I mean, I was super into it back then, but now I don't want to hear that shit ever. Um, but yeah, so I wrote a test. We grow, we mature. <laughs> it was 10 years ago. Leave me alone. Um, Stop it, mom. I don't need a seven string anymore. No, I don't want to listen to Gent anymore. Spotify, stop. Jesus. Anyway, continuing uh, on. So, yes, I wrote this test album review. I wrote for their website. Uh, it fell apart pretty shortly after. I mean, it wasn't, it, it was kind of on its last leg anyway. Uh, and then, yeah, the guy who ran it, this guy, Kyle, just decided he wanted to do it anymore. Brian's like, I don't really want this responsibility. Brian and I kind of tried to do our own thing. Uh, it never really took off because I think we tried to take on way too much, way too fast, and it just kind of fell apart. Sure. Uh, and then from 2011 to 2013, I wrote for Heavy Blog is Heavy. Uh, back when you didn't have names on that website, everyone had like a stupid author name. So it's like damn near impossible to find any of my stuff. I was Red Bruschetta because it was a it was a joke of it was a rush song and it was Italian food. Hooray! That's crazy. I actually remember reading your articles when I was in high school. <laughs> that was me. So uh, <laughs> so I did that, and then yeah, then I popped onto Metal Injection in 2013. But I mean, it really all started when when I just commented on something random on the internet. And someone just started talking to me and then it just took off. And, and so now what I also want to point out here is that you're not, you know, like I'm like kind of a foot soldier at Metal Injection, you know, like I'm not really, like I like write some reviews and do some premieres, but I'm not really a, a high, you know, I'm not, re I, I'm pretty low ranking. Um, you, whereas you kind of like you write a, a ton of the news pieces. Um, how did you, you know, and you write, you create a very, large chunk of the content for that site yeah how did you get involved in that on onto that piece i mean 2013 like metal injection was it was for sure popular like don't get me wrong it was definitely a bigger site at the time yeah you know as well uh but yeah i think it, i think it was just rob writing the news there was the dude jeremy but i don't think he was a news guy i think he was like the uh review manager he left probably a few years ago at this point yeah all, yeah already he left in 2016 yeah. maybe i was gonna say like, i think it's a few years but it's probably way longer than i think it was but yeah so it was rob writing the news uh and that was about it and i was kind of looking to do something else at the time so i hit up rob to say i'm like hey do you need like a like a news guy you know we'll, we'll see what happens and he said yeah and then i mean like day one like i was just writing like seven or eight stories 
And it's just, it's literally been like that since day one. But I mean, it started off as a test, you know, like it, who really knew that it was going to turn into this? I mean, you know, it, it initially was just like, hey, let's see how things go. And then, you know, and then we'll figure it out. And, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, that was February 2013. Now we're in friggin' what, almost July 2020. And, you know, here I am still doing it. You know, still rocking and rolling after all these years, brother. <laughs> the hard, hard living of sitting behind my laptop at night. Um. Now, okay, so what I want to get into now, well, the real meat and potatoes of this, right? And this is something that really, I, I don't know, like it really only came to my attention when I was running socials for a mid-sized label that was very into sharing their reviews. And also recently within sort of the Ripple music infrastructure, I started to get more of the reviews sent to me. Um, and, uh, and that's cool. But like, I really started to come to terms with something I hadn't really understood before, right? Which is, and this is like one of the unfortunate realities of the metal scene, but something that you as a person who wants to do stuff can take advantage of. Most metal journalism on the internet is not very good. Because, I mean, I, yes, but I think that's just like a very small portion of it. Because the bottom line is like, if you want to start, like not even a website about wrestling, or wrestling, that's where I was going with this. If you want to start a website about like wrestling, for instance, you want to start a site about metal, you want to start a site about, I don't know, gardening, whatever. Like, you don't need to be good at what you're doing you just need to sign up for a free wordpress site and now you're a guy on the internet or girl doing stuff and that's it you know and like yeah and that's awesome yeah oh for sure because you will get a lot of of really really talented people that are doing something really cool and it's going to start off from a free wordpress site you know and, and then you know in a few years you'll probably hear about them or you, you, you might be one of your friends whatever it is but yeah, I mean, the bar for entry is really low, and I think that's great because you know, I agree. You could be like a seventeen-year-old kid in high school. It's like, man, I want to do what I don't know, blabbermouth does. You know, like you totally can yeah, do, which is what I did. Yeah, yeah. You don't need literally. You need internet and a computer. If you have those two things, you could totally be a metal journalist. But on the flip side, is like you could be a metal journalist, but just because you're doing it doesn't mean you'll be any good at it. Like, I mean, I've been doing it forever. Like, I still think I suck. But, but here's yeah. what I want to point out. Here's what I want to point out, okay? If you have a relative... So, my blog, Two Guys Metal Reviews, right. has had the same format since I was, like, 17, maybe. Sure. Um, and I always personally kind of felt it was sort of shitty, but, like, I also, like over the years as my career became more serious, like it really just kind of evolved into more of like a personal project, just sort of like documenting records my friends put out that I think are cool. Right. Like I, you know, like I get that it's not great, but also I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> um, right. And now that's cool. But here's the thing, like a, a moderately okay formatted blog uh, where the reviews are not just copy pasting the press release. Yes, that's that's higher than like ninety five percent of other metal blogs. Sure, and, and like, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Oh no, what I just wanted to say too is like, and because it's higher than ninety five percent of all metal blogs, people in the industry 
will be really stoked on you because all these PR people want more like good results, not just someone copy paste of the press release because bands see that and they aren't stoked on that bands much like anyone would be are stoked on someone who actually like wrote something moderately thoughtful um and you can do that and it's not hard and, and it that immediately makes people respect you and it doesn't need to be like 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 i think people come into this or come into like any form of writing and think like oh, you know, I have to be, like, the best, and it's got to be this big, long, crazy thing, or it's got to be, like, really well-written, or it's got to be, like, this website that looks amazing. And it's like, no, literally none of that is true. Like, it doesn't have to be the greatest thing you've ever written, you know? It yeah. just has to be, like, you talked about the record, and, like, that's your voice, and your voice is not good or bad. It just is your voice. Like, that's just, you know, there, there's really no quantifying, like, oh, well, this review is good because it's written. Like, I mean, I guess, but, you, you know. Yeah. Because I remember there was a, there was a guy that I, I cannot remember his name, but it was a, the thing that Brian and I tried to do. There was one guy who would write these reviews and they were like frigging slogging through a philosophy book. And it's like, cool. And that's your voice. And I totally get it. And that's awesome. But like, you know your voice isn't for everyone. And I think that's another thing people have to realize too, is like, be who you are, stick to your identity if you're going to do this and you will eventually, you know, form like your persona. I think yeah. that's really important. Yeah, yeah. I think that a lot of people kind of go into it thinking like, oh, how do I become, I don't know kim kelly or something you know like someone who's like really vaunted in sort of a field and sort of viewed as like one of the one right. of the truly like notable writers or whatever and it's like don't don't worry about that you know uh there's this really insightful gary v quote that i always like where he's like motherfuckers out here are are trying to be lebron yeah and they really just need to be themselves and like oh well how do i be the next Kim Kelly, or how do I be the next, like, I don't know, whoever. Like, you start by publishing stuff. Yeah. You're not going to publish five things, and people are going to be like, this is amazing, and you're going to, like, be at the level of, you know, like, uh, Albert from Decibel. Like, you're not, it's not going to happen. Yeah, and it's going to take a long time if you want, if your goal is straight for Decibel, that takes a while. Yeah, right. You know? But also, like, you know, I think it's, it's actually, this is an interesting conversation because it's something that I've kind of been like not struggling with, but like getting better about is like things take time. You know, the first thing that you do is probably not going to be like amazing and nobody's going to notice. And probably the 10th thing you do is not going to be amazing and people aren't going to take notice. But if you just keep doing it, like you will gain notoriety or get better at what you're doing. Like you will eventually become a name that at least someone recognizes but don't start off thinking like well i'm gonna be you know the top of the top like that's a cool goal but like just so you know that's not gonna happen for a while and that's fine because you, you have to you know you gotta work for it yeah and that's that's part of the game you know and i think that it definitely sucks to hear that like it definitely no you know no one wants to be told like oh okay you're gonna have to grind at this forever and then maybe someone will be nice to you but also, like, again, the bar to actually do something that people who matter think is cool is pretty low. Because, like, ultimately, 
you know, like we do a campaign, like today I got all the wino reviews in, right? Right. And like everyone on that thread, so like me, Claire, the PR girl, Jad, who's like the label manager, I guess, and Todd, who's the boss of the label, like we all notice, you know, who wrote like a real review and who just copy pasted whatever. And copy and like if your blog is just copy pasting press releases, that's fine. There's a ton of really valuable blogs that do that. Blabbermouth does that a lot. That's, you know, they also report on like what Vince Neil ate for lunch. Um, yeah. yeah but- the sheer amount of Vince Neil news on that site is troubling, but yeah. But regardless, um, you know, like it doesn't need to be this fancy thing. Is I think what Greg and I are trying to get at, right? Is it doesn't yeah. need to be next level. It's just you being a guy trying to get through his day, talking yeah. about death metal. You don't need to, like you don't need to come out of the gate with the most incredible, insane, elaborate thing that anyone's ever seen. Like, remember like Metal Sucks in like two thousand and uh, probably like seven ish, eight. Like the layout wasn't great. All those sites look like garbage. Yeah, but they were getting somewhere with it, dude. Go, you know what? And, and again, and again, like 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 think about this. People make fun of Metal Sucks constantly for the typos, right? And yet, like, which, like, I, you know, is what it is. Um, but, like, simultaneously, they're, like, one of the biggest metal sites in the world because they just kept they're cons- doing it. Yeah, because they're consistent as hell. And to anyone you know, who thinks, like, you know, oh, you need to come out of the gate with ball, go to the PRP.com and go to his archives and go back, he has, like, I think he either hosts it or has, like, um, like an archive of it. Like, the original PRP. It looks fucking terrible. And that's, like, that guy's been around, like, for basically as long as I've been alive, which is kind of an exaggeration. But, like, I think he's been around since, like, 99 or something. Like, it didn't look great at the beginning, but he's here in 2020 doing it now. And that's because that guy published every day every single day like consistency is and a lot so- of it probably sucked <laughs> yeah like for I him as you. a person and also just like in terms of the content probably wasn't that great but i he kept could doing it forever about that and that's that's another thing that i had to get over too like in and not just like with writing but like with literally anything i do is like just be consistent and do stuff you know like write a song if that song sucks keep it whatever and, you know, if, if you're going to put out an EP and you really love, you know, three of the songs and two of them are fine, just put it out. Trust me, nobody's going to listen to it and be like, well, it doesn't seem like you tried really hard on those two songs. Like, nobody's going to be that fucking critical of what you do. Seriously. Yeah. Ultimately, here's, here's the thing. Here's something I found working with clients early on and something that has followed me throughout my life, right? And it's simply that, you know... If you fuck up, but, like, you clearly gave a shit on the way no one really gets mad at you. Like, like people get mad if you fuck up and like you, you just didn't do the job. But if you right. fuck up and it's like, oh, well, like he clearly tried, like he clearly wasn't like an asshole. He just fucked up. Usually people are just like, oh, okay, like better luck yeah. next time, champ. Like, and the other thing is like, again, not everything you do is going to be awesome. Like I write probably between like six and like 14 pieces of news a day. I can tell you right now, for sure, not every one of them is a winner. 
Some of it was like, eh, whatever, this is fine. I'm moving on to the next one. And the next one might kick ass, and the next six might kick ass, and then the seventh one's going to suck. And it's like, it's, you know, don't get bogged down by, don't get bogged down by, like, trying to be consistent, but also trying to be, you know, a perfectionist along the way. Like, yes, but you say you- creating is more important than, uh, like, 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 working on output is more important than having, like, great stuff all the time. Right. But I'm not saying, like, oh, just don't give a shit and just, you know, put out crap for putting out crap. Like, no, you should still try. But, like, you know, sometimes it's just, it's not going to be the greatest thing in the world, you know? And that's totally fine because your greatest hits are what's really going to matter. And, like, people are going to forget about the stuff that was just okay at best, Yeah, you know? Like, not everything you do is going to be amazing, perfect, mind-freaking-blown, the greatest thing you've ever done. Like, it and it's fine you know just just create be consistent as hell because that's what really matters the most is just being consistent i mean uh what's his name rick beato on youtube i really like uh is a music theorist and you know some of his his videos are like 25 minutes and like here's how you use the lydian mode and he really dives deep super deep and it's a great video and then sometimes he's just like well i gotta get something out and he publishes like a five minute video on like why the New York Times is praising this Jonas Brothers song for being funky when realistically it's bullshit. Five minutes, he's just like, now nah, you know what? The song sucks. Here's why. Bop, 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 done. You know, like, and that's, that's fine, whatever. Like, he, you know, one of them was a shit ton of work and it was a lot of really good stuff. And one of them was just like, eh, this is stupid. Here's why. Boop, done. You know, like, not everything needs to be this extensive, crazy, amazing thing. Yeah. <clears throat> I really do believe that. I really just think like as long as you're consistently creating and being consistent and being reliable to your audience for content, that's what really matters. Yeah, because then they they start to trust you. Right. Right. If you could just be consistent for your audience, you know, like, oh, every, I don't know, Monday, I'm going to publish an album review and I'm going to do news throughout the week. Cool. But there's going to come a point where people are expecting that album review on Monday. You know, and that's and awesome. Like, that and it doesn't need to be the greatest album review ever written, but there needs to be an album review on Monday for sure. So, so figure it out, kid. Right, right. So review something. It you know, even if it's again not the best review you've ever written, you still have an album review for Monday. Great. Work harder on the next one. Done. Moving on. You know, and, and you learn, and you learn, and it takes time. You know, like you said, Greg. But again, ultimately. I think that for most people listening to this, writing writing a quick review, you know, is not hard. And asking someone to, if you can write on their site, is not too, too bad. You know, like like we said, it's really, it's doable. Just shoot an email to somebody. That's it. Reviews can be 300 words. Interviews are easy as hell. There's always, always, always slots for interviews. Like I get so many emails about interviewing this person and that person. And again, your interview doesn't need to be like, we interviewed Corey Taylor. Like, sure. Cool. Great. That's awesome. But like, you could also just interview the guy from like Gargantua or Shiner or like, you know, a smaller band. And it's still cool. It's still content. It's still something that's going to get shared by somebody. So I guess where I'm going, this is like, if you're really gonna, you know, the, the bar for metal journalism is low. And if you're going to do it, sure, do it. But, you know, I think a lot of this is valuable advice about like how to actually keep yourself afloat and gain an audience. 
Yeah, like like don't don't worry about it being perfect. Just crank her out and see what happens. Yeah. And usually, <laughs> when you crank her out and see what happens, what happens is good because people, you know, like if people see that you're giving a shit about the scene and you're trying to support the scene in a meaningful way, you know, they want to give back to you. And especially if you just are nice, you know, like, and, and also I think the other big takeaway from what you were saying, Greg is saying yes to stuff. Would you agree? Sure. Yeah. Like saying absolutely. yes is important. Yeah. Do a premiere for a band, you know, like say yes to a premiere, say yes for an interview, say yes to, you know, if somebody asked you to write on their site and it's, you know, it, it, like it wasn't like billboard asking you like still a site, you should still do it. Yeah. It's good to get that exposure. And, and also it's a good learning experience. Yeah. Like I literally was published in three languages by the time I was 18 because I just kept saying yes to shit. Wait, no, four languages. Um, Cause people were just like, yeah, like, motherfucker like i like people were translating my stuff into hindi because i would like not because i was good but just because like i i would do something you know with metal jesus magazine um you know if you remember when that was still going with harsha um you know like this is just what it is it's just saying yes yeah and you know do it. Worst, worst, worst case, you don't like doing something, you could stop doing it. Yeah. It's not in the world. You can just be like, hey, look, this isn't really working out for me. I'm out. Bye. Done. That's it. Yeah. Like, and, and like, do you, do you, do you, okay, I just want to point this out, right? Like, and that's okay. Like, the amount of people who I've let, you know, go be a writer on my blog, Two Guys Metal Reviews, and who, were, who wrote like one thing and then were like, nah, not for me. Basically uh, every single one except my friend Robin. And that's okay. Right. You know, like, okay, they don't want to do that. Some of them are doing cool stuff in the scene. Some are not as active in the scene anymore. You know, cool. Like, I'm just happy I was able to give them a chance to taste something that they might be good at. Yeah. You know? Right. Or maybe they're not good at it. They just like doing it. Um, or they wanted to try it and they weren't sure. And, you know, they figured, like, you know what? I suck at this. Or, like, I don't really have the time to do this. Like, sure. Why don't, like, it's fine. Yeah, good know? for you. Cool. Okay. You tried. Yeah. You know? Like, like that's the the game. is just trying and then trying again. And, oh, my God. This is turning into, like, a BoJack Horseman episode. <laughs> you got to do it every day. Ah. Oh, BoJack. Okay. But, like, any... Go, okay, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, like, also you should say yes to things that you think you might not be able to do because you might be able to do it. Yeah. Or, and, like, tell people, like, oh, hey, this might be a little too much for me, but, like, I'm going to give it a shot. And, like, people usually, again, if you try, people usually just respect that. People are like, oh, okay, he, he like, gave him enough of a shit to do his best. Right. You know? But also, I, like, conversely, don't waste people's time, too. Yeah. Like, 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 don't, like, fuck up, but also, like, you know, but also like, you know, give it a shot. What's, what's people are gonna, you know, metal is cool. Cause metal is, you know, metal has a community that other genres don't have. And I like that. I think a lot of people like that, you know, you are a metal head, um, you know, and I think uh, just respect that grow with that. And I think you're going to find like, shit's cool. You just have to try. Yeah. And it, and if you try, and if you 
you know, make an attempt to give a shit and make an attempt to grow might work out. Maybe not, but like, yeah. at least you had fun. At least you got to listen to some music before anyone else and try to like impress someone with that, I guess. I don't know. I wasn't really cool in high school. That's like what I had to talk to girls about. Um, yeah, what? And I wasn't cool ever, so I yeah. agree. I think you're cool. Thanks. Anyway, do you have any final uh, takeaways, any things to push, Greg? Uh, like, personally, or? Just whatever, I don't know. Talk about your EP. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I have a, a new project called Hearst for Sale, H-E-A-R-S, for sale. Uh, that was the name of a punk band that I was going to start, like, five years ago, and then that never really materialized. So, you know, I put out an acoustic EP in April. It's on Spotify and Bandcamp and all that stuff. If you follow me on Twitter, there's a link to all literally all that stuff in my bio. Um, yeah, and then I'm going to probably put out, I think, two more EPs this year, maybe three. I'm not sure yet. I I was working on one, and then I wrote another song. I was like, oh, crap, this doesn't fit, but it's good. So here we go. Now I'm just, I don't know. So, yeah, so I'm trying to get a few stuff or a few things out there. And I think that actually ties back into the conversation. It's like I was scared out of my friggin' mind to put my first thing ever that I sang on. You yeah. know? And like, this is just me and an acoustic guitar in my house, and I recorded the whole friggin' EP on an iPhone. That was it. Like, there's nothing to hide behind. <laughs> like, it was just, you know, put the iPhone down, hit record, and then just, you know, go. And that's I remember you sending me the demos for that. <laughs> that was cool. Right. I did with, you know, I did what I did with what I had around the house and it worked out. And, you know, as I, you know, get a little more into it, I'll probably get better equipment. But I think, you know, that does tie into what we were talking about because that scared the shit out of me to sit down and be like, look, I've never sang in front of everyone before. I'm going to sing, I'm going to put it on the internet. And I've never written lyrics before. But I'm going to write lyrics and I'm going to sing them and I'm going to put them on the fucking internet. And I've never written a song before either. And like, you know, I mean, I've written punk songs, but that doesn't really count because I'm just like three power chords. But like, you know, I've never written like an acoustic song before in the vein of like six, uh, six organs of admittance and, and the mountain goats and, and, and maybe I guess- Front bottoms. Yeah, the front bottoms are the weaker dance and all that crap. And it's like, never written a song like that either, but I'm going to do it and I'm going to sing on it. I'm going to write like, I've never done any of that shit before. And it was terrifying. And you know what? The response has been pretty good. And yeah, I mean, nobody's told me it's garbage. They might think it's garbage, but I mean, on the flip side, and this is something that people need to remember if you're going to do your own thing, is like, I straight up don't give a shit because I like it a lot and I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah, and you and got then, to like, and like, ultimately, it's like, oh, okay, you did like a cool thing. You're like, even if just your friends listen to it, it's like, or just your friends read your blog, or like two of your friends read your blog, which was really the case for me, right? It was like, I was like 14. I didn't fucking know what I was doing, but like, you know, every once in a while, like some kid at my school would be like, oh, I, I read like a thing on your blog. I thought it was kind of nifty that you like do that. And it was like, you do? And they're like, yeah, you know, like, People admire it when other people create. That's sort of how we're wired as humans, you know? Like, unless it's like, you know, like, and even if it is incredibly shitty, at least you did something. So, yeah, exactly. You know, do things. They're cool. Um, oh, okay. So, Greg, you inspired me. And also, something that happened last night inspired me. Ooh. I am promising right now, right here, <clears throat> this summer, okay. I will record a cover of yes. Jimmy Buffett's Cheeseburger in Paradise. Yes. I learned it last night oh, and I realized like I'm I'm a okay, this is really embarrassing, but like I'm a jazz guy and I can't like 
play chords to a song to sing it usually i have to i have to track everything twice i can't do the both at the same time yeah. it doesn't make no but like i can't like play along to a song like i have the chords and i strum along like that doesn't make sense to me but this song i could so i'm gonna record it i decided it's gonna be silly i'm gonna wear a hawaiian shirt completely unbuttoned jorts and yes. i'm gonna film it hell yeah i'm probably gonna get my landlord to film it for me because i live alone now that fucking rules and it but sounds like, like fun and you're gonna enjoy yourself and if like it gets one yeah. person to laugh or have a good time then like you totally succeeded and, that and that's like what matters right is like oh, okay like i'm gonna go do some dumb shit and then i'm gonna cry until todd from ripple lets me post it on the ripple socials to make fun of myself yeah exactly. <laughs> like whatever like, but i think that like kind of i think that kind of like ties into setting expectations too it's like what do you yeah. want to get out of things you know yeah like yeah. you know with my acoustic project is like what i want to get out of it is like i want to sit down at the end of the day and be like man i wrote a song that i like that's pretty cool and that's it that's you know yeah. and if other people like it awesome and your thing is like well it made you laugh so fuck it like cool that's it you yeah. win like i genuinely love jimmy buffett this is like a dumb way to like celebrate that love cool Done. Yeah. it's gonna happen anyway yeah. This has yeah. been like a weirdly motivational and fun episode of the Dumb and Dumbest. Um, right. Thank you We've for been- joining us for a very special episode. Um, now, I'm about to have a very special episode where I go try to chew through the restraints. That's how you do it. That's, <laughs> that's what you do. This has been Dumb and Dumbest. Thank you for listening. <clears throat> <clears throat> those are what oh